Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I am Rainy Hale, so you know this is Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday. Uh, I almost said November. I don't know where my brain is. October. Today is October 13th, <laughs> Thursday, um, and I'm super happy to be with you all today, and, and Cindy, who has just made it in time to, to join me today, so I'm super happy about that. Um, before we say hello to her, um, I'd like to um, remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. Um, I say this all the time, but we are always going to have an event coming up or some new place to look for some great new um, training or something new to share with share with your team. Cindy is great with being able to tell you some of like the newest, greatest things you can find to be able to share. Um, so be ready to write those down. And please press 1 on your phone. If you have any questions or comments, testimonials, we'd, we'd really love to hear from you. As you know, that's a big part of what our show is about, is hearing from all of you. Um, as a reminder, though, for this show, we do need to keep it to um, – horses with the horse unit and really, you know, behavioral and training and kind of stay away from any medical side. Um, but, you know, that gives us a ton to talk about. Um, <laughs> all right. So with that, but, and please press one on your phone, you know, as soon as possible. Then I know if there's a few people that we want to get to, we can get to everybody. And it's not like we're saying goodbye and three people um, press their button and we're out of time. So um, don't be afraid to push your button now and chat with us. Um, okay. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, everybody else. It's a beautiful fall morning. Trees are turning. It's really a beautiful day. So glad to be here. Here, too. It's This is my yeah. perfect fall weather here where it's nice and clear and cool at night, but we're still getting up into, like, the higher 70s during the day and nice blue skies. So I'm loving it here, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And, and the flies are down. My horses don't have <laughs> yep. to be covered in protective mud. Oh my God, it's uh, they've been awful this year. So, um, but I did find a very cool thing because I have a colloidal silver cream, and I went, okay, little buggers, you can't get through that, and they haven't been, so it's been helping. <laughs> anyway, anyway, awesome. I do have a couple of things um, that. Um, <laughs> You know, um, not everybody has time or makes the time like I do to go through the back office. So those are things I kind of like to share. Um, one of the things you may have noticed is that they've come out with um, some new shorter uh, videos. 
that are really just they're less than two minutes, and two of those are on uh, are on the share app already. One's with Boyd Martin and one's with Tom McCutcheon. Um, and so again, these are like um, really short little clips that you um, you know the idea is to catch somebody's attention just real quickly. So check those out. But the thing that um, also that I, I uh, didn't realize it kind of snuck in there, and I think you'll you will find use for it, is that um, also again in the distributor library is there's a new uh, PDF file that you can personalize down at the bottom, but it's a two-sided file, uh, two, you know, double-sided paper. So one side it combines the research which includes the back pain study, the um, um, uh, the breeding stallions in Germany, and then the uh, anesthesia study out of the clinic where they do a lot of the um, optical surgeries and others. So those three different kind of studies are on one side, and on the back side is a number of, um, you know, really short um, at testimonials with some of the ambassadors, not all. You know, how they do the pictures, we do that for the medical doctors as well. But this is, um, this would be just um, with ambassadors. So I think um, it's, and then you can put your, if you have the ability, if you have Adobe Acrobat, you can edit, um, or you can do it if you order through our Got Print in uh, the back office, they'll do it for you. But you can personalize. There's a space down along the bottom where you can put in your, you know, um, you know, name and contact information. So um, those are very, those are nice flyers. That would be if, um, if I were going to a, um, to a show, I would consider printing up some of those flyers to take with you. So uh, those are the two things that I wanted to mention uh, out of the back office. Um, as well as, again, save the date for the next BEEE, which is on a Tuesday night, November 8th. That's actually coming up. And I'm hoping that we'll have Dr. Bonk to talk about that next time a little bit, just as a preview. That's the intent, anyway. Um, so do we have, do we have uh, anybody calling in, Rainy, or I'm going to keep going? We do. We have somebody who wants to chat with us. <laughs> Oh, good. All well, right. Let's do them first. Perfect. Uh, we've got area code 717. Area code 717, you're live on Blog Talk. This is Eunice Fascio. I have a question. I have a Beamer. Yes, hello. Um, uh, I had loaned it to someone that had a horse that was exposed to strangle. I guess it's a very contagious whatever. Uh, what do I have to do to sanitize it? Oh, yeah. Definitely you're going to want to yeah. clean that really, really well. Yeah. Um, this, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of different kinds of cleaners. Um, for, for this one in particular, um, I would I would use what, what I usually use, which is, you know, on the harsher side. Um, but um, coming from the veterinary world, it's the Novasan or the chlorhexidine solution. Um, wash and rinse, um, but I would, gosh, I just don't even know how you would get everywhere covered. Um, was was the horse, um, well, the blanket that was it actually on, on the first. horse? 
Yeah, the blanket was, and then they put the, what was the on unit the on top of the blanket. Okay, so Hello? But, was there, but that was, was there an under blanket? Yeah. The under blanket was put well, on, good. and uh, the boots or the straps and the legs, they were put on too, but there's no underlayment to them. Um, but well, that, you can, but you can take out... Wore it. You, I just want to I make sure that that horse... horse is the one who had its head strangled or just was exposed. It was just exposed. Okay, okay. It isn't sure Sorry, go ahead, Tim. signs that I know of yet of strangles, but uh, they did let me know that uh, it was exposed to another okay. horse that had strangles. So I was thinking that, well, for the cuffs, you can wash the orange inserts. You know, um, I I, I would, yeah, and uh, like you said, you know, how do you get? Well, that's what Rainey's talking about. Okay. The Novasan or the chlorhexidrin. Um, And, you know, personally, I would, I would, you know, let it sit in the sun a lot too. Uh, But checking the battery, but, you know, um, Gosh, yeah, Rainy. I don't know how how you totally. It, what I don't know is this, yeah. if the horse was exposed to this, and in fact, you know, there's something on the, on the blanket or the cuffs. What's the period of time that, um, you know, it, it, it would be active. Yeah, it would be live, or you know, or or does it wear off? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not. I'm not using it at all right now. I I just put it in storage mm-hmm. for right now, and uh, you know, I can easily expose it to sunlight and and spray it or whatever because I don't intend to use it for any time soon. Yeah, so, so my well, suggestion would be like Rainy to say, yeah, how long does that, would that yeah, last so, if, if it was yeah, so, topically? Yeah, my suggestion would be to wipe everything down as multiple times as best you can with a Novasan um, solution, spray and wipe, um, and then even maybe kind of spray it lightly and, and let it kind of sit, and then sitting in the sun, also great, add that onto it, but wipe down every single little piece you can, wash any piece you can, um, you know, all of the straps, where, pull all all of those off and wash those. Where can I get, and, where can I get this product? Um, I, I think most feed, feed stores have it. Feed stores are, yeah. Um, you know, we obviously have Who's it at the veterinary supply. Clinic, but I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Novasan is a, yeah, yeah, Novasan is the brand name. Chlorhexidine is the, the, the just the product, but Novasan is one of the main brand names. Okay. But it's a blue solution. Um, Almost anybody at a at a feed store or or a or anything like that would know what you're talking about. Tack shop. I'm be able to any, help you. Any kind of, yeah, tack shop or most likely. Supply yeah. Mm-hmm. Most. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. It depends no, how you think the tack shop is. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, and then and then beyond, you know, I I don't know off the top of my head um, how long it can live on. Um, like fabric type, uh, you know, the, that that type of virus can live on fabric. I don't know that off the top of my head. I certainly can find that out and get back to you with that, but I don't remember off the top that of my I head how really how long you would just have to. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll look into that and see what I can find. 
Jody Snyder tied me into this. Now, do you all have my number? Oh, oh I'll just talk about it next week on Blog Talk. So, yeah, because I think it's a good thing for everyone to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. So, yeah, we'll, I'll like definitely will. All right. Well, I'll get the yeah. info then to through Jody. Um, I appreciate yeah. all your help. And uh, absolutely, I think that I don't think the germ lives more than a couple of weeks. You know, but you never know. Yeah, but we, germs are strange. That's what yeah, we want to find some out. Of these are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are pretty pretty intense, and I you know I just don't remember off the top of my head how long this would live on on something you know like a fabric. Um, but fabric, but yeah, yeah, I will I will definitely look into that and and get back to you. But I, I really really appreciate that. Okay. No problem. And, and there is there's a little time here. I I don't see any need to use it just recently, you know, or soon. So um, yeah, I mean, I would definitely give it some time, clean it as best you can, let it lay out, let it get exposed. Sun, of course, like Cindy was saying, also helps too. So the combination of those things, and then also just kind of giving it some time, um, is is the right the way to go case, as far as and right now. Yeah, it's in the suitcase, but then. The blanket's in a black uh, trash bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. You're suffocating those germs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I hope so. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you very much. All right. Well, good yeah. luck with that yeah, portion, thanks. and we'll get back to you with the rest when I can. All right. Very good. Thank you much. Bye-bye. You're yeah. welcome. Bye. Yeah. All right. Good, good question. Yeah, that's because, one of those scary I mean, things. <laughs> well, yeah, and and that's something that you know we've talked about on the show before. But you do, if, anytime you're going to any barn, um, we would hope that um, you know if you're if you have a scheduled demo or scheduled sessions that you know the barn owner, or the trainer, or something like that would let you know if there's anything like that in the barn. But always, always a good question to ask to make sure there's nothing. But there are things, cases like this where. It's not like anybody did anything wrong. It's, you know, it's one of those things where they didn't know it was there and you find out, you know, days later that through some sort of happenstance your horse was exposed to a horse that was exposed and, um, you know, sometimes these, hap- these, these things happen. So, um, yeah, important thing to, to, to keep aware of, definitely. Cindy, I don't know if you've had any yeah. experience um, yeah. with anything like this with well. yours. <laughs> Well, not not with strangles, but certainly with strangles, all the yeah. EHV stuff in California and oh, that's all right. the shows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it can do it can it can definitely stop you in your tracks. Um, and um, um, I like the idea of doing it multiple times. In this case, it seems to be that mm-hmm. more would be better, you know. <laughs> and um, absolutely, and it also speaks to. Speaks to why you know. I mean, it will help. You can't mm-hmm. protect every single part, but it helps to have an under blanket, you know, because then there's le- just there's just less touching your your actual, you know, the horse set blanket. So um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you still I have people say, that have touched the horse and then touched the blanket yeah, and all still, of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You still got to do that, but. I think that the chances would be somewhat reduced if you had your, you know, your sheet underneath and things like that. It would just, it would feel Definitely. better. But yeah, I, I hope, she, I hope she's okay, and I hope we find out that you know that the, 
that whatever it is as a germ or virus or whatever that it, it that it doesn't have a long lifespan too. Yeah, I'll yeah. look into that. I don't so, remember off the top of my head. I don't remember the last time I, we had jungles in our area, so we don't we certainly don't deal with it very often. But yeah, fortunately, yeah. Yeah, um, fortunately. So is was that our only caller or so far? So far. So far, yep. Okay. Well, what I thought, one of the things I thought I'd share is because I got um, some questions asked of me or emailed to help a, um, someone on my team. And, um, and this was someone, uh, you know, this happens on the human world too. Sometimes when people get down into more, you know, specific, um, scientific kinds of questions that people tend to get a little bit more nervous. And I thought this one brought up a, a couple of good subjects because one of the questions that they were asked is, um, you know, that they were trying to find out is, you know, how, um, what the strength of the, of the Beamer horse set was in Gauss. And, you know, Gauss is just, it's a unit of measurement for, um, an electromagnetic field um, and you know you find that on the human side too but so what you want to do if you get a question like that is number one you can go online and you can do a conversion and just something to keep in your in your head that's easy I think is to remember that one gauss equals 100 microtesla now and if, so just even um, if you're just thinking about it, if, if you're talking about there's some other horse medical device or horse device out there and they've got, you know, um, multiple gauss in there, right away that tells you high intensity, <laughs> high powered thing. <laughs> because what we know with the Beamer horse set is that its maximum um, by using the cuffs, which are three times stronger, that the maximum intensity with the horse set is 100 microtesla. So, if you were, if somebody said, "What's the, what's, um, you know, the Gauss for this unit?" You'd say, "Well, on the horse blanket, it's less than one, and uh, for the cuffs, it's one." You know, but don't be afraid of, of going and making the conversion. And then, you know, you can also make that be, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and a number of others that uh, that the intensity of the beamer is what's found within the Earth's natural range. And so oftentimes on the human side, again, we talk about how um, the geomagnetic field of the Earth, which we are all exposed to and really have evolved over the millennia in reaction to, the Earth's magnetic field, it depends a little bit on the latitude and how far you are from the equator, blah, blah, blah. But the range of the Earth's magnetic field is approximately 35 to 60 microtesla, give or take. So that we, and that's one of the reasons we talk about beamer safety, whether you're talking human or horse, is because it's, it's really um, for the blanket or the B body on the human unit, they're really um, less than or equal to what the Earth's own magnetic field is. So um, I personally don't like using high-intensity products. 
Um, I know people th who think, well, horses are bigger, therefore you have to do stronger. We talked about that a lot on this show. One of uh, a strengths for Beamer, for me, is anyway, that it works in a natural range. So just wanted to point that out. Don't be intimidated by the word gauss. It's just another term of measurement, but that is what um, what is used on much higher um, devices, if you will, much that put out a much stronger amplitude or output. Um, and so the fact that we're in microtesla is a good thing to me. And our research supports that that is the one that is most well-received and responded to by the body. Um, one of the other questions that was asked is, uh, do we have a sawtooth or a square, square wave? And... Um, I went, okay, I can tell what this person has been looking at online <laughs> for their other products that they're trying to compare <laughs> yeah. this to. But, um, you know, that's where we, we have a proprietary signal. But, you know, the Beamer signal follows a sine wave, so we call it a sinusoidal wave, same thing. Uh, and that we've got multiple worldwide patents. So um, the fact is, is that... Um, they can't compare us in terms of that. We're not sawtooth, we're not square wave. Um, again, they wanted to know the maximum frequency range, and you will know that from having had your chart that you printed out and keep now with you, that, you know, just like <laughs> with the human signal, uh, you know, femur vacillates between 10 hertz and 30 hertz. Again, those are really, those are really low in terms of... Um, the frequencies for um, other kinds of products. Um, and let's see, what else? They wanted to know how deep it penetrates in the body. Well, that's what we, we don't really have um, data to support how deep it goes, but we do have the B scan. And one of the ways uh, that you can, you know, we recommend that you use the human B scan on the back of the B box to be able to show, to have along with you when you um, show somebody the Beamer horse set, because it's really easy to say you've got, um, you could put the cuff on one leg, and uh, then you could use the B scan and show that the signal is still reaching beyond the opposite leg that doesn't have a cuff on it. And so the greater the, the, um, greater the intensity, um, the further out you'll be able to detect that B scan, but um, the signal does start to dissipate quite a bit um, with, as it moves away from the source. But you can, so rather than saying, well, I can't tell you that this goes in 12 inches, but I can show you the B scans, you know, and picture a horse's legs. It's, it's, and if you put that on um, a P3, that, that um, the scanner is going to detect the signal still on the other side of the leg without the cuff on, which is going to be, you know, well, I don't know, 12, 18 inches, something like that, I would think. So... Um, that's the best kind of answer that we could give in that respect. Um, and, of course, then they wanted to talk about program maximum duration. And so what we recommend with the, with the horse blanket is, you know, that you do, if you can do it twice a day, that's great. Um, but that 
um, depending on which program you're using, that you would use the blanket for a maximum of 15 minutes. But you can also then apply the cuffs in various places other than the legs for a targeted localized uh, application. And so overall, the entire session may exceed the 15 minutes. Um, but you don't want to, uh, you don't need to do the blanket longer than that. And that's, of course, where the video clip that we have of the intravital microscopy in the horse, which is done in the area close to the rectum, so the end uh, of the colon area, because people ask that too, where is it taken? Um, and, and you can see the difference in the blood flow just within a five five-minute uh, session and that's a powerful thing to be able to explain to people who are thinking that you know they're used to having to apply things for you know 20 30 45 minutes some places longer than that so um, I just I wanted to go over kind of the um, those kind of questions that may come up that might seem a little more technical that could be intimidating and encourage you not to be intimidated. You know, do a little bit of research. It's not hard to do. And just remember, 100 microtesla maximum of, on the cuffs with the, um, for the horse set, and that would equal one gauss. And uh, so what will catch your attention is if you look at things like, you know, cell phones and microwaves and things like that, and, and you're talking about many, 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 many gauss. So that puts it in perspective as to where Beamer's, um, um, the intensity and the strength of it is. And it doesn't, and again, that's why our research is important because it doesn't need to be longer, I mean longer, it doesn't need to be stronger than that. So, um, Rainey, did that make sense? I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking that, it, you know, I, I didn't say that very well. So, I, I, so no, help me no. out there. What, was, what did I screw up? Yeah. No, it was perfect, um, and I really like that because I think those are a lot of really common questions that people get as they're doing some research on things. Um, and you know, the things I like, I, I, you know, because some people will try to use that that it's such a low intensity as a negative for Beamer, but I absolutely, right. I mean, not only right. from the research, but I absolutely believe that it is a positive for so many different things. I mean, obviously, we have the research that shows that it doesn't need to be. Um, you know, a lot of it has to do with because of the shape of our. Um, uh, um, our the, our beamer wave because of that sinusoidal wave that shape it doesn't have to be so strong um, to to be as effective um, but also I mean because of that you don't have to have special training and certification and it's not dangerous and it's not you know you, you don't have all those risks and um, you know it's not a forty minute session of somebody having to, you know, you have to hire somebody to come to your house and do it. And, you know, all of those things, um, I think, just are obvious to me that that's why that, you know, a low, um, a low intensity signal or that really low frequency and intensity are positives. I mean, I can't think of a negative yeah. for, for that. Um, and yeah. so but but a right. lot of people, people will like to make say, it a negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they say, oh, it's not that strong enough. That it can't enough. be doing anything well, it's not strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. the thing, you know, again, that I look at is go, okay, our bodies are electric. Our bodies communicate in, you know, both chemically and electrically. 
And why wouldn't you want to do it in the same range as how the body um, speaks to itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, why would you think you had to do something really, really um, strong just because it's a big animal, you know? That, that's an, um, a non sequitur, but the people use it, you'll run into it all the time. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so, that's why I wanted so yeah, to kind of bring up those things. Absolutely. Um, all right, we do have a couple more people that want to chat with us, so maybe they have something to share or questions Good. about what you were talking about. Uh, first, we've got area code Good. 213. Area code 213, you're live on Blog Talk. Hello, area code 213. Uh-oh, hello, hello. Oh, here, we go. here we go. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. hello. hello? <laughs> okay, great. I'm sorry. Um, this is Dexter. I spoke with you all a couple of weeks ago, and I'm trying yeah. to stretch yeah, yeah, my good. questions out. Okay, so it is round two. Um, I'm not a horse <laughs> owner, but I, it's interesting. You know, I'm very uh, social, so it's really interesting how many people I come across, you know, periodically that have horses. But, yep. again, I, I don't understand anything about horses. So what would be the first introduction or the pattern of materials, the sequence of materials for introduction. What would you recommend? That's my first question. Uh, what would be the first thing, the second thing, the third thing? And um, if there are any questions that you think I should ask, you know, at the initial meeting. So is this for you or for what you're giving to somebody else? Someone else. Someone else. Uh, right okay. now I have three people that have horses, and I don't really know what to say to them or give to them. They seem to be interested in knowing more about Beamer. I've sent them, a, you know, the um, the life.beamergroup.com, uh, but um, what would you recommend as the follow-up and um, their, their points of interest? Yeah, for um, me, it's not the same thing for everybody. Uh, you want to go first, Cindy? No, no, keep going. Okay. Yeah, for me, it's not. It's not a. It's. I don't have a set thing that I send to everybody. Um, I start with finding out um, from those people: Are they trainers? What kind of discipline do they ride? Are they just pleasure riders? Are they, you know, um, do they do rodeo? Do they, you know, I want to find out what kind of horse people they are. Um, you know, what kind of and how they're going to be possibly using Beamer. And then from there, I'm going to pick and choose from the many, 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 many things that we have to choose from. Um, you know, I'm going to have a conversation with them first. Um, and then I'm going to send them a few things. And I don't send them everything at once. Um, I've done that before with some people who are like, I know a lot about Beamer. I just want to know more about this. And so then I'll send them a lot of stuff. But for the most part, I just send a few things at a time. Um, but I'm going to pick and choose those based on what the people have interest in, you know, if they're interested in more of the medical side or if they're interested in more of the, you know, if you mentioned things like ambassadors, and they're like, oh, who's using it? I'm going to find out, you know, what ambassadors we have that are in their discipline. Um, and so, so I'm always going to start with a conversation of not only what type of horses and, and horse riding that they do, um, but then also what, what they might be more interested in, whether they want the more medical or they want more testimonials or things like that. And then I customize what I send them based on, um, based on that conversation. Cindy, how about you? Yeah. Yeah, and that's absolutely, that's probably exactly the same thing that you do for people, too. I mean, mm-hmm. first 
you want to find out. I mean, think about this. If someone was, you know, um, a professional, you know, triathlete, you're going to talk to you're going to talk to them um, at a certain level versus somebody who's, you know, a, a retired person who just wants to be able to walk their dog. You know, very different. And so, with with the horses and finding out how they use the horses, you know, if if they if they have an older horse that might have some you know stiffness and and aches, that's one thing that would kind of send you know a little light bulb in your head and go, oh okay, I might want to talk about um, you know um, uh, prevention and and recovery for things like that. Or if it's a horse that they use actively to compete and that horse is, it has to be in top peak condition, that's one thing. Um, so the, the first thing, it's easy to get horse people to talk, <laughs> typically, is you want to ask the questions about just saying, well, how, you know, how often do you ride? You know, what kind of riding do you do? You know, do you go to different shows and classes or races and compete, or do you just, you know, do you ride? Is do you ride your horse when you can on the weekend and you go for a trail ride? Because the needs of that horse will depend on how they're being used. And um, you know, whereas certainly Beamer can be great, you know, for any horse. Typically, you will, you know, there's some people that will <clears throat> take care of their horse before themselves, um, or other people will look at horses as their business. You know, if that's if they're a trainer or they're, you know, they're a professional competitor, um, it, it's going to be um, a whole different perspective, if you will. Does that make sense, Dexter? It does. Um, it's interesting the, the latter you you mentioned. I have a guy who. Yeah, he considers it more of a business, and he's mm-hmm. part of um, a, a group of horse owners, um, and they have a really tight click. So, you know, he, he was able to introduce me to them, but they wanted um, to have a Beamer uh, equine unit for like a month, and um, they did not want to do the rental or, or anything like that. So... You know, it, it got a little complicated, but I can revisit that. So is there anything that you recommend, or would you recommend the same approach for the group? You know, because they, they seem to make well, the decisions as a group. This is probably a group of certain kinds of writing, right? What kind of writing? Right. Do you right. know? Right. That's, um, no, that's I don't. what you got to find are, out. They are. are they jumpers? Yeah, they specialize. You know, are they endurance riders? <laughs> Do they do dressage? What do they do? Um, and um, I would think maybe, you know, like Rainey said, if, if you can identify the discipline and share with them, you know, some of our ambassador, just one of our ambassador videos that might catch their attention that's in the same discipline than what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise... Um, you know, were they saying that they wanted to, you know, use it for free for a month and see how wonderful it was? Exactly. Um, is that what you were exactly. saying they wanted for a month? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and they're in a, they're in a different yeah. state, and you know, it's just <laughs> it was way over my understanding. But yeah, they're they're in a completely different state. Yeah. Um, I know the gentleman, but I don't know the group. And yes, they wanted the the Beamer uh, Equine Unit for a, 
at least a month, and they did not want to pay anything for that usage. Yeah. So um, that sounds yeah. familiar. Well, sounds like that's familiar with you, huh? Yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's something you know, that, that I have. You know, it, it's hard. If it was my unit, that would be a good investment for me um, to to give to somebody for a month to use it. If I'm going to be able to get exposure to this kind of a group of of, of people, um, so that would be worth it for me to not charge it. But obviously, that's especially even if you don't have a unit, um, that's a hard thing to to do if even if you have a unit to get it to a different state um, and this might be worth like reaching up into your um, to your upline and finding out if there are any distributors in that area and maybe you can work out something with that distributor who has a rental that maybe you you pay for you make that investment you pay for the rental you know, Rainy, to have them use Rainy, that's I, I tried that and boy this is really good okay so I tried that I located a couple of uh-huh. people this is how that works then you all's world is totally different from my world, completely different. <laughs> because what they said was, okay, yeah, we're familiar with the area, but where the horses are, um, you know, taken care of, you all have to go like miles, like like twelve miles into back areas to get to those horses. So. It bec- and sometimes it's hours just to get to the horses. Uh-huh. So I did locate owners, but the owners were like, look, I don't want to spend um, six hours each way, you know, to give these horses sessions and so on and so forth. One of the people said they would pay. They would actually pay for some sessions, but I couldn't find a, a Beamer um, equine owner that um, was willing to do that six hours in, six hours out, three three days yeah. in a week. Yeah, yeah you really that's, need to find, like find somebody commitment. who's got a unit to rent. Yeah, <laughs> you need to find somebody who, who's not going to be doing sessions, but who has a unit that they'd be willing to, to rent through you, basically, to to your mm. to your potential um, client. And then you'd have to, you know, they might have, I mean, if they're getting a Beamer for free, maybe they make the, the effort to go and pick it up and use it. <laughs> And then and then bring it back to that person. Well, you know, it would be only one trip, but something yeah. to yeah. Something that you might think about is to say is to say to them, to, um, well, you know, I I'm, I'm happy to have you be able to try the unit for a month, um, and I will ask you to pay for it up front, and in the event that um, yeah, you know, one person, two persons. That that there are sales. If there's sales out of this, I'll refund your rental. But I need I need to cover. You know, this is an expensive medical device, and I need you know I need to have um, costs covered up front. And then I would agree to some portion or perhaps all as a refund on a purchase. That's you know something else that you might try because I mean people have to be fair about thinking you know you're not just going to put a five thousand dollar item you know somewhere and not expect anything from it. Um, I, I agree thinking. with Randy like, that if there's a big group. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, Randy's right. It, it is worth it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, that's five thousand dollars. I'm given to a stranger, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, yeah, um, somebody who's not, 
And, you know, when people think that it's free, they don't take good care of it. Mm-hmm. So um, not only, that's not only what in I my experience, it. not necessarily don't don't take care of it, but they don't use it as much. Um, that when I, right. when I first started with Beamer, I was giving it to people to use all the time, horse and human. Um, and they they'd bring it back in two weeks and say, oh, we really only used it a couple times, or they or bring it back and they say, yep. oh, it really didn't do anything. And then I'd look at the usage on it and I'd see that they used it two or three times in the in the weeks they had it. And I'm like, well, that's probably why it didn't do anything. Um, and so, but it does change. The people who actually pay for it do and tend to use it more, take take advantage because they've made that investment yeah. with it. So I agree on that completely. Okay, so now yep. we're, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is the reason why I'm kind of spacing out my questions because I know I had a feeling they would get kind of lengthy. So, Rainy, <laughs> on that yep. part right there, um, I yep. have two questions, and hopefully you can answer them both kind of together. Um, and Perfect. I appreciate both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, Absolutely. So, this is why we're here. I've also thought about, okay, if I do this, because, again, I, the, one of the guys is my buddy. I've known him for, like, eight years. So I can get my mm-hmm. foot in again. Um, yep. Would you recommend um, just taking the unit and just being there um, for the usage and, you know, on the day-to-day? Now, I, because I'm not a horse person and I'm not a master with the Beamer Equine unit, um, you know, I can only advise so well. So my question would be about mm-hmm. horse side manner, and do you think it would be advisable to just kind of, man, that's expensive, but to put the time aside just to be there every day for the the, the, unit, um, the unit use? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're there every day, you're going to make sure everyone uses it every day. But that is a huge, mm-hmm. huge time commitment for you. Um, and so mm-hmm. I usually don't have time to do something like that. I will usually, if, I, if I'm renting my unit, I always, always deliver it or, or, you know, take it to the person and spend a good amount of time going over usage and how to take care of it and all those good things. Um, and then, um, and then, you know, drop it off. And then I go and pick it up because I want to go back at the end and talk to them about how it was, how they used it. Can you, you know, you know, did you have any and obviously I'm checking with them the whole time if there's questions. But I'm usually doing the initial drop-off and, and, and then the final pickup in person. I'm doing that in going to them. Um, but I don't. I just personally don't have the time to spend every day driving, like you said, an hour each way sometimes um, to make sure people are using it the right way every single day. If you have that kind of time um, and you want to learn more, that might be a good opportunity to not only learn more about horses, but also make sure your unit is being used right, it would be great if you had the time to do that because then you're also really? getting some practice, right? <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that kind of time, but I do yeah. like, I would <laughs> like to sign yeah. up the group, you know. I would like to sign up the group, right. but I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, I don't. Right, and most okay. of us don't. And, and um, and so, and but it might okay. be a, a way if you can arrange maybe a few times. Maybe you go the, the first time, and maybe then you, you know, arrange to go several times throughout the month, but maybe not, you know, several times a week. Well, and also, okay, if, you, if you would invest in having one of the people that you found that was close and say that you would pay them to go out with you the first time and do the training mm-hmm. so that, you know, and 
you had some knowledgeable, you know, third-party validation, if you will, from that person who could also answer questions for you um, from from the group. Um, then that would be prop. I would consider that would be a good investment of your both, you know, I mean, financially as well as time-wise, to be there when the person did that. Okay. Okay. And then my last question is. Uh, horse-side manner. So I'm there with the beamer. What do I do? Do I just kind of instruct the <laughs> owner what to do with the beamer or, you know, how, how does that work? Or is that um, better that's for a whole time? separate thing. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's another that, time. Okay. more time on that. But, <laughs> but no, the first thing would be, yeah, I, I, I would not recommend that you be near the horse. You, you tell the owners what to do. Um, that's my recommendation because the horse is going to go, oh, a newbie, let me act up. Um, yeah. Some horses would anyway. So. Uh, Not only that, okay. the, horse, anyway, yeah. the horse is going to know that you don't know horses and they're going to you know, respond equally. Um, and also in some states, um, you are you are not allowed to apply any kind of a, a, ther a certain kinds of therapies only owners or trainers and things like that are supposed to so on the safe side in general i say um have have the owner put the beamer on anyway so okay i love that love that yep. thank you i'm not going to ask yep. any more questions today yep. i will see you all next week no <laughs> thank you so no and much. these are these are very, very good questions, and I'm glad you asked it, and I hope you please come back and ask more questions because these are really things we need to talk about. And what I would recommend for you is definitely thinking about the Equine Academy coming up in December um, that Cindy does, or Cindy is part of, I should say, because I think that will help you a yeah. lot in, in just kind of basic horse understanding stuff and how to show the horse part. unit to people. Basic, you know, you know, how to recognize some body language of the horse and things like that. So I would definitely do that. And that's okay. in your back office, okay. you know, and, and there's a whole section for, you know, um, equine prep for that academy. I would not do the academy if you hadn't done that part first. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Dexter. We hope to hear from you soon. Good. Yeah. All Glad right. Well, questions. perfect. <laughs> Me too. Uh, it was great. And and like I said, and a lot of times, it's a lot of questions that same questions that people have. And so it's really good. Um, and we did have another caller, but we are about to get cut off here. So I'm going to ask this this last caller who raised their hand if you call back in next week. That would be really great. We would love, love to hear from you. Um, but we are going to get cut off here in a second. So I'm going to turn it over to Cindy for any, for any last words real quick for the day. Um, no, I do not have any. I, yeah, I was looking at the time. So um, I hope that that <laughs> person will call back. And, um, and we'll see you all next week. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, everyone, for calling in, for listening. Um, uh, Dexter, I, I am excited about you getting into the horse world, and I'm excited to be able to help you do that. So thank you for your questions. Um, thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in to all the other days. They're doing some great things on all the other blog talks. But we, of course, will meet you here next Thursday to talk about horses. Bye, everyone. I hope you have such a great week. Bye, Cindy. Bye. 
Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.